right, guys. Let's start the show. All right, let's do it. One second. That was a horrible transition. I'm sorry. Are we here? Uh, we should be, yeah. There we go. I can't tell the difference between me waking life and welcome to episode 37 of Marvel Monday's initiative here on the penultimate conquest. Today's topic is, of course, our discussion of Marvel Studios is 2021. We'll be reviewing it, giving our personal rankings of the shows and the movies and the like. Uh, of course, guys, if you're listening on your favorite podcast service, feel free to give us a sub rating. Uh, feel free to give us a good rating on that platform. Spotify just included ratings. Uh, so that would be a tremendous help to us, helps with the algorithm, helps us grow our audience. If you're watching on YouTube, consider dropping a like and a sub. Don't forget, though, hit that bell, get notifications for all our shows like the, the Penultimate Games Show, the Cross Media Show, Animation, and this one, Marvel Mondays. If you're watching on Twitch and have Amazon Prime, you have Prime Gaming, which means you have one free sub to give out, and we'd love it if you gave it to us, but if not, that's quite all right. Sit back, brew some coffee, enjoy the content. Regardless, uh, if you don't know me, my name is Christian Macias, your curator of cinema and host for the evening. Alongside me today is the friendly neighborhood co-host of all things Marvel and Destiny, number one dad around, dad, newest dad in town, Eric Ginn. Hey, what's up? Actually, I feel so dad-like today. I just like the shirt has a bunch of Ruby throw up on it. I was like, I got to go do the show. It's whatever. I don't care. Let's Have go. you been doing the the pro move where you put like the little, the rag, like the, the yeah. vomit rag? Yeah. yeah. She still finds a way. <laughs> oh man, they just like life, life finds a way. Mm -hmm. Yes, the other voice you just heard, rounding out the war table, our one and only director of operations here at the, the penultimate conquest, Ruben Guerrero. Hello, everyone. How's it going? I missed you. I I miss you too. Thank you. That's all I wanted to hear. How about them Legends of Pokemon Arceus previews? I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. know. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thursday. That's, that's game show, though. Let's talk Marvel, baby. Some housekeeping before we start today. Tomorrow on the Cross Media Show, Ryan and me, we're going to be talking about... Uh, oh, we'll be joined by the lovely Tess again to talk about the 2021 movies of the year. Uh, more on that tomorrow. Who will win? What movie will win? I don't know. We'll find out. Praying, praying dude makes it in the song five, though. We'll see. Uh, stay tuned tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern. Wednesday, we're sitting down to talk, talk about that little acquisition that happened late last week. What acquisition was that? Find that on Wednesday. Just kidding. It's, of course, the Microsoft acquisition of Activision and Blizzard. Insane. Strap in, folks, because that is going to be a hell of a show. Wow, Eric, thumbs down. All right. Call in, though. Call in, call in with your thoughts on SpeakPipe. This guy never calls in. I work, I know. Ruben. It's you can like call I... in literally after this show. That's all okay, I'm I'll do that. Okay. Great. I'll also call in. Thank you. Guys, it's official. Ruben has officially been sucked into Fortnite, whatever that means. New stream will be up later tonight on YouTube.com slash The Penultimate Conquest. I think you played yesterday? Is that I right? did. And, uh, I, any thoughts? Can I, can I uh, jump in real quick here? On the dock, yeah. it just says Ruben's sucked into Fortnite. Yeah. Not Ruben's been sucked. 
I don't know. I think that that's, that's, that's phrasing. What right. I don't like know. To me. The, yeah. The phrasing it, sounds good. Or it was a fra- it was like, a phrasing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Either okay. way. It's okay. And I see in case you missed it, last week the old Titan gang got together to talk about episode 76 and 77 of Attack on Titan. Let me tell you, 78 that came out last Sunday. Oh, what a <laughs> crazy episode! Yeah, find out next week though on, on the next AOT podcast. Uh, that's, that should be up on YouTube later sometime. YouTube.com slash the, the penultimate conquest uh, and on podcast services, of course. And as always, feel free to leave your thoughts and questions at speakpipe.com slash penultimate conquest. Okay, we did it. That is it for housekeeping. Congratulations, everyone. Made it through. I've got two Marvel news for us today, okay? One is good news. One is bad. Which one do you want first? Uh, the bad news. Okay. You sure? Yep. Okay. Bad news. Black Panther Wakanda Forever had to delay filming yet again after recently started production again uh, after an on-site COVID outbreak. Insane. Poor, poor Ryan Coogler over there, just trying to do his best to make the, get this movie out. It's never and, coming uh, out. It's never coming yeah, out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> when is it slated for? I thought it's it was. This year. I thought it was slated for 2022. It is. It's yep. November of this year. Oh, November of this year. And yeah, there's no way. <laughs> there is absolutely no way. Unless, like know. the. Go ahead, Eric. I don't know how much they filmed of it already. Yeah, depending on how much they, they filmed. filmed anything. I could yeah, be wrong. It's just like the whole d- dilemma with the actress. Like, I don't know. This. I mean, we don't even know if it was her. You know? It's no, no, I'm not saying 50, that 50, now. 50, though. No, no, I'm not saying it was her now, but I'm saying like gotcha. they did have problems before. The yeah, outbreak, yes, yeah. they did. So They definitely did. We'll see. Man. Does it hit that November release date? No. No, I don't think so. Okay. This is going to be probably like the last movie of 2020, uh, of 2020, of uh, Phase 4, probably. It's this movie, they they have a lot to do with this one. This one's going to be a tough one to try to do, I think. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see this November. Hopefully, inshallah. Uh, not likely, though. Good news, though. Moon Knight had its official first trailer. I know Eric was, was psyched. He was watching his, his Monday Night Football last week when that trailer dropped. I caught it later that night. What are your guys' thoughts on Moon Knight? Insanity. Absolutely. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> literally insanity. Um, I don't know much about New Moon Knight. Um but this looks insane. I'm hoping that this has this might have the potential to be the first good MCU TV show. Yes, I agree. Thank you. Like, I, I, yes, it's crazy yes. how good this looks. The only thing is, like, you know, the CGI doesn't look that great, but it, it's okay. I'm 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 willing to take one for the team. You know, keep it a nice uh, Eric. If I recall, you had said that it's going to be six episodes. Give it a nice, tight six episodes. Don't try to shoehorn in something that doesn't need to be shoehorned in. Like, if you're going to introduce Blade in here, cool. That's cool. We don't need a whole 15-minute story arc of Blade, how he got here, you know? Just tease it. If they're going to be doing that, they need at least eight to ten episodes. 
I don't think you know what I'm saying. Tease it. He shows up at the end, you know. Before I let Eric jump in, I saw this trailer and immediately I was like, first of all, Ruben, you're right. I saw this and I was like, fuck, the production value of this looks great. Don't get me wrong. I like some of the other shows, but like this to me is like, ah, now Marvel is like really getting in the feels of like what TV shows should look like, uh, in my opinion. I saw this. I was like, I kind of wish this was a movie. I also kind of want them to. I I wanted them to have like a bigger budget and just really get crazy with it as a movie. That said, does it fit anywhere as a film? I don't know. Uh, TV format might be might be easier just to get. Yes, yes, Ruben. No, I also was gonna say like I, I'm hoping that it it looks kind of like encroaching in the scary vibes. I'm hoping that we get a lot of that because I'm saving this show. Fuck Wednesdays. I'm saving this show for Friday nights. You're gonna be insane if you save it for Fridays because um, you're gonna get spoiled on Twitter. Listen, Twitter think, has no. Has you no think chill. I go on Twitter, Christian? That's true. Okay. Yeah. There you go, Eric. We've kept you in the dark long enough. Um. So I think it was really good. It, it was a really good set tone piece. Uh, it's interesting. I saw a lot of people on Twitter. Like, it looks like Stephen Grant is like the main focus, which you know is the British Museum dude. Um. Of course, that's one of the personalities of um, Mark. Um, and so maybe, you know, Mark is going to be secondary in this one. I don't know. I'm interested to see how all the other personalities come into this. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed when he's driving the truck, there's a box in the don't back. It. No? It's confirmed fake. It's confirmed oh, fake, so damn. they didn't go there. Damn. Go ahead and say it. Damn. Well, it looked like uh, Head Von Du on the box so if that was fake then damn either way uh yeah i thought it was cool i i really like the spooky vibes especially like when the scene when Kanshu he sees Kanshu in the hallway coming to him i thought that was really cool um i like that i was trying to figure out what the hell he's beating the crap out of it looks like a jackal it looks like a jackal so he's beaten up on the floor um but yeah i'm su- i'm super excited uh i like the outfit, the outfit looks good. I'm, I'm so ready to see what Ethan Hawke's gonna do because Ethan Hawke is great yeah. in everything he's in. So, um, we shall see. Uh, but a good, a good starter. I think a very good starter. Um, so I found, I found the uh, here we go. Uh, the Von D box in in that Moon Knight trailer is not a Doctor Doom Easter egg. It is Von Darylman, cupcake maker, seen on other boxes. Mm. Best. So. Okay. Which I'm fine with. This is not how I want Von like, Doom being introduced. I, uh, so uh, box. I I would rather like Doom Industries. No, that's not a thing. I just made that up, didn't I? Doom Industries. Did I, Eric? I'm pretty sure I did. Oh my god, I'm having a brain fart right now. So Victor far. Von Doom's whole like whatever business he has. I'm hoping we see it like in the background, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, like a box. I would like to see that them opening up the possibility, not him being introduced in the show at all, but like, all right, we're giving some teasers for Fantastic Four mm-hmm. now. Let's let's just put out some feelers. Um. So yeah, and it'll be interesting to see with. Uh, how he talked about how they bring in. I'm really excited for the supernatural side. So hopefully, like Blade comes in some way. Maybe, you know. Um, oh my God, I can't remember his name from Eternals. Maybe he shows up. 
Hey, Harrington's um, character? Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, you know, I just, I'm really excited for the spooky side. So I hope, I hope it gets nuts. Yes, I agree. The only thing I didn't like about this trailer, that Kid Cudi remix. thought it was terrible. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was pretty cool. I, I liked it at first, and then I watched it again. And I was like, eh. "Did y'all watch the uh, the thing I sent you? The reactions that Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke did?" No, you yeah. sent it. I don't remember this. Oscar uh, sent it, uh, but yeah, it, it's just a a video of them reacting it. And so whenever they see the Moon Knight suit, they go crazy. Yes. I'm like, "Oh, this is this is nice and wholesome." I don't remember you sending this, but I saw it on TikTok, and it was uh, I remember Oscar Isaac making fun of himself through, about, about mm-hmm. his accent. Also, I also don't care for the accent very much, but like whatever. I don't um, think like, we'll I got see over it really it quickly. Much, you know. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, third item. Somebody out of this. Uh, we, why? We got the first look at Amelia Clark, Clark's character in Secret Invasion. I, I I looked this up, and it's just it's just Amelia Clark walking in in civilian clothes. Listen, man. What? Are we sure that's what civilian that? clothes? Well, it's more of the question: Are we hopeful that Amelia Clark will bring her A game into the MCU? Yeah, it's Amelia Clark. She's great. I actress. mean, yeah, but she also did that Terminator movie, didn't she? I heard that wasn't that good. That's the movie, though. That's not you know that's not she the acting. Yeah. I'm just saying. The actors don't put the whole movies on their I'm back. Ju- I'm just saying. I don't know. Talk to Tom Hardy about that, you know? Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. What? When did he hurt you? Like, when? What was the Bane. movie where you were... Bane. Bane? Yes. How? Uh, physically? No, just like... He's really good in Dark Knight Rises. No, he wasn't. That voice was horrendous. Okay. He was speaking through it. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, Secret right. Invasion is a TV show. What did I think it was going to be a film? Uh, we hoped it was going to be a film, but it's going to be a TV show. Yeah, it's a TV show. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. We'll, we'll see, see what it is. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, there you have it. Everyone look at pictures of Amelia Clark uh, walking around on, like, New yeah, York. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Congrats, Amelia Clark. You're in the MCU now. Guys, before we get into our topic of the show, this episode is brought to you by Buzzsprout. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, which is why we've partnered with up with Buzzsprout to help you succeed. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform, so join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. You'll get a great-looking podcast website, audio players that let you drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and much, much more. Following the link in the description, let's Buzzsprout know we sent you, gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and helps support our show. Thank you so much to Buzzsprout. Also, I use this for my movie podcast, and it works fantastic. My movie podcast is that? Large popcorn. Oh, okay. Where I, where I buy small popcorns. <laughs> okay. Uh, before we get into it, I just saw another piece. Uh, news. Uh, no Way Home overtook Scream to become yeah. the number one movie last weekend, and it has mm-hmm. now overtaken both Jurassic World and The Lion King to be the number six highest grossing movie of all time. Number one. Number one. Number one. But, I mean, if you look at it this way, it made $1.7 billion without being released in China, which is outstanding. Yeah, insane, right? Has it still not released in China? Yeah, I don't think it's going to. 
What? Why? Well, there was a whole thing the Chinese government were blocking a bunch of U.S. Mm-hmm. films because the U.S. was going to boycott the uh, Winter Olympics. Stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, fucking U.S. Yeah. Man, for this mo- for this movie to make this much money without even releasing in China. Absolutely insane. Insane. Some might say it's almost kind of like Thanos getting all the stones. Well, it doesn't have the China market stone. Well, I mean, that's the last stone. Where he's like, oh, you know. The last the stone zone. is a kidney stone. Everyone knows that. Uh, time zone. Okay. Time zone. Okay. Time zone. Time zone. Oh. Anyway, Christian, continue. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so phase four started this year. It's supposed to start last year. Of course, COVID put halt on so many things, uh, including the MCU. Um. What we were supposed to start was, I think it was supposed to be a, a movie. It was Black Widow last year. It was supposed to kick off Black, uh, Phase 4. And that got pushed back. Uh, numerous shows and movies got pushed back. Eventually, we got to one small show finally releasing. Scarlet Witch was able to kick off Phase 4 of the MCU with WandaVision premiering January 15th. Eric, Eric is already is given, I don't know, the finger guns. Did you like WandaVision? Uh, it's the best uh, TV show by a mile. Like best MCU TV show, right? Yeah, the best MCU TV show by a mile. Not even close. I think I would agree with you. I think I've come around, and I think WandaVision is probably the most consistent. I think I, if I was in my subjective ranking of the TV shows, I think WandaVision. Oh yeah, like I'll my shock, one. Ruben, when you say Moon Knight is going to be the first good Marvel TV show, I'm like, are you crazy? Do you not remember well, WandaVision? Let's, I still agree with Ruben, though. Let us not forget that WandaVision gave us a, a really bad, not a really bad ending, but like, the ending let us down. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was a disappointing, and oh, I mean, but that's what I'm she saying. Became, she became the Scarlet Witch, stuff like that. We had a really cool vision quote yeah. unquote fight but like the other eight episodes yes no I, i'm totally like, agree. i i don't think that anything television wise this year can't has come even close to wandavision i agree i agree and but what i meant by uh you know um moon knight being the probably the best mcu show so far is that there are no lows there are no disappointments the show will probably, what it looks like from this trailer, this show is probably going to hit every episode. We shall see. We shall. I hope so. One of the things that I think WandaVision did so well is that, I don't know, like I'm not really seeing this with Boba Fett. Maybe I saw it a little bit with Mandalorian. I didn't definitely didn't see this with like much with like What If, uh, or like uh, maybe Falcon Winter Soldier less so. But WandaVision probably had had it the best, which is like the the week to week conversations. Everybody was talking about WandaVision like throughout most of the week. Throughout most of the week, someone had an updated theory on what the we were going to see uh, the like following. I think it was still this. I think it was Fridays at this point. Mm. I don't think uh, it was Wednesdays until later on uh, in in the year. But yeah, that's I think one of the strongest things that WandaVision did was just have conversations with everyone. And like especially, you know, with the whole. <laughs> Obviously, every week was, hey, is Mephisto coming into it? But um, I think also what really drove the hype for it really high is, like, this is our first MCU thing in, like, almost two years. Like, a year and a half. And so 
everyone was really excited. Um, Wanda and Vision were two very beloved characters, and they finally got their own TV show. And then just the premise of just every episode is seen through the lens of a different decade of television. Fantastic. Like, that was such a good premise, because I remember Feige talking about, we can do this awesome show and do a like an homage to just television in general and like to have that be the first show and it's weird and it's different and it's unlike anything we've seen before in the MCU. Uh, it was just, it was a root and gooten good time. Root and two. Root and good time. Yeah. Shout out to the Malcolm in the middle introduction too, or I guess like intro, the intro song. That was cool. Yeah. One division. Real hit. Real hit. Um, so, and then, obviously, you had, like, the big reveal. Sorry, I want to keep talking about WandaVision. Uh, like, when we thought mutants were coming into it, how, like, the internet fucking exploded that weekend. When we yep. thought, like, this is when mutants, uh, here's the mutants and everything. Um, really just enjoyed, especially the Agatha. Agatha became a big hit. Um, especially with her song. Um, like, it, that show just took over everything and the only other time i can think of when any of these disney plus like anything took over the internet was probably the last episode of season two of mandalorian mm -hmm. um but like because oh, every yeah. like it, it was everywhere like obviously like agatha all along is um you know nominated for em emmys and stuff i guess that helps when you get the frozen guys uh, to work on the song. Uh, just the week to week. Just, oh, just so good. Costumes, everything. Everything was, there's a reason why this show was nominated for so many awards. And it's just, it's just, it's really damn good. Yeah. It's because it's kind of, it has its themes like super hyper-focused, I'd say. And mm -hmm. throughout every single episode. Yeah. And you also just reminded me of like, this is one of those shows that I, I legit, I mean, I, I do this with most MCU shows now. Um, WandaVision after a while I was like yeah I can't wait to watch these in the morning I have to watch these at midnight because like the drops keep coming and coming and I, I don't want to get spoiled on Twitter so to mm -hmm. have I don't know to see Quicksilver come in from the Fox side just absolutely insane I didn't think anything like that would be possible in the MCU of course later with No Way Home we get like even crazier moments so but we're jumping ahead the next thing that came out from phase four was Falcon and the Winter Soldier which premiered on March 19th uh i remember when this came out this is this is so much fun to do uh, as a as a podcast with you guys because like these conversations i thought were like i don't know i think resonated deep like deeper with what i was thinking about at that time specifically like a lot of things about race and um I don't know, the, the way we kind of like depict it uh, in 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 these kind of pieces and the way uh like having the riots be like right outside of my like my work building having all these things at the forefront of my mind i think it really struck a chord with me like really mm -hmm. resonated so for that like falcon and winter soldier was like running through my mind almost 24 7. uh that's it i did not like the finale as much I, I thought it kind of fell similar to how wandavision did but that's that said i think it was still like a very strong show that obviously got held back due to like some like writing issues due to covid but yeah, I thought Falcon Winter Soldier was was a pretty pretty great um, next step in Phase Four as far as TV shows go. Not as good as Wanda, but still still great. Unfortunately, I'm gonna have to say that this is probably my lowest ranked 
TV show. You're insane. Due to the fact... Well, no, I would say probably it's number four out of the five. It was good. It just needed more exposition. It needed more than six episodes. I think it, it the, the the and the last episode just shoehorned a lot of stuff. We got this horrible, horrible Sharon Carter uh, reveal that nobody liked at all. I I, I just mm-hmm. wish they did better with this show. Don't get me wrong. I, like I had said in the beginning, I wanted this show to be a buddy cop, essentially TV show with Bucky and. And, um, <laughs> oh man, what a blank. I'm not going to help you out. What I'm not a help blank. No, nope. I'm not helping you either. What a blank. Captain okay, America, just, you know, Sam, just to, just to move on, Sam. There you go, Sam. I, I just <laughs> like, oh my God, that was really bad. Um, yeah, I, I some, it, it gave us some of that, but like I wish there was more of them like bickering and therapy. Uh, but like, still good, still good. And Bucky's storyline was just like totally abandoned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, that's why this show is near to the bottom because like it's so weird how they call the show the Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then Bucky is just like tossed to the side. It's the Falcon. Yeah, it, it literally it was just Sam's show at the end. And I remember like when we had the discussions for the show, like they were some of the best discussions we had all year. Like I remember I think it was the fifth episode. I remember Ruben, like you called it, you weren't even on the show and you like you called in like crying and stuff, saying like that was like the best conversation we've had ever. And like this show was like at a very important time the show came out and it was it resonated with a bunch of people. Yeah. Like the message it was messages it was telling were you know super important like they needed to happen like obviously you know they keep happening because all this stuff keeps happening in the world when people are oppressed and then just like to put it on a mainstream mcu show like uh, mainstream something mcu related uh was really great but it was so just it was so disheartening at the end like ruben you were talking about you wanted this buddy cop therapy stuff and like it was great like in the beginning they show that and then they just abandoned that yeah mm-hmm. like bucky bucky's most one of most bucky's most traumatic moments in his life is literally just they show for three sentences of a conversation and then him leaving and so i i love sam like sam is one of the best characters in the mcu but this this was his show like this yep. had like the winter soldier was an afterthought in this and i feel as though it was kind of a disservice because Bucky had been through so much. Like we got the wonderful scene when the programming is taken away from him in Wakanda. Like that was really good. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed all the John Walker stuff. Like I thought that was really good. There were moments in the show where it was really great. It's just that last episode was so bad and it just tainted the show for me. It was, I, I, Tess and I are still upset by it, and that's why it's 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 so low for me. That last episode was really bad. I don't I don't think it was as as bad as Wanda or Hawkeye, though. In my opinion, like it, it was bad, but like I I think that conversation that Sam has like at the camera at the very end, I think really strikes. And then taking Isaiah to the museum and, and having Isaiah yeah like it's just like I, like 
I don't know. It was almost as if the title of the show was The Falcon, dot, 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 and The Winter Soldier? You know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. why shoehorn Bucky in here if you're not going to have, like, if you're not going to do an actual whole storyline for him? Why mm-hmm. introduce Sharon Carter as, I don't even remember what the fuck her name was. Like, what, what Power was Broker. Power Broker. If, like... You had no lead up to Sharon being the power broker. You know, it could have literally been any one of the Joe Schmoes. You could have introduced a new character, but you chose to have Good. Sharon Carter as the power broker, which kind of doesn't really make any sense. Like, yes, I get it. Like, she was burned after Civil War. Cool. I understand that. But, like, for her to go against her morals, I guess, it, it doesn't, like, add up for me you know i think zemo being in the show too like it was cool i enjoyed it but just in the end he just like all right i'll tell you where to go all right yeah like the mat the madripoor episode i thought was really cool like it was nice like seeing sam and bucky go undercover like it it was very like kind of traumatic not traumatic but it was it was nerve-wracking watching bucky go back into the winter soldier persona Mm-hmm. Like that probably hurt him a good bit. Like he didn't want to do that anymore. But um, yeah, I just that that final episode was really very, very tragic for me. Just it, it would have probably been my second favorite show of the year. It was, yeah. Now I think about it. If I just take the first five episodes, it's my second favorite show of the year. I think. And then it, after the finale, just, so, yeah, it just needed to be a longer show, nine episodes. Yeah, absolutely. Each, you know. Yeah, give 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 Bucky his time to breathe. I, I think, I, I think that like none of us really touched on like how how well though. Like we 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 mentioned it, but we didn't really spend time on it. How well addressed Sam's blackness was in this show. Yeah, like I thought it was fucking fantastic. The way it is forefronted and challenged every single episode. Like as a reminder to like most of us who are like a lot like a lot of I'm I'm not white. But, like, I don't know, I guess, like, I'm white passing. There's a lot of white people, like, in, in the area that I live. To have, like, these conversations and these challenges happen, like, I am a black person taking over the mantle of Captain America, and I am, like, challenged everywhere I go by, like, just white people in general. Like, just just whiteness. Just whiteness in general. Having that forefronted, like, in every single episode, I thought was, one, powerful, but two, refreshing for the MCU, which is not something we see very often. I think Phase 4, like, the best thing about Phase 4 is getting representation, like, in most of these projects. Much of which we'll get to, like, in the second half of, of the show. Okay. So far, ranking the shows, for me, I got Division number one, Falcon number two. I think, I think it's probably the same for Eric and Ruben. Yeah, yeah. I would have to say, yeah, unfortunately. <clears throat> Then we got a third show on June 9th. Good old Tom Tom Hiddleston came in. I almost said Tom Hardy <laughs> came in. Yeah, uh, his role as Loki. I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought Loki was just fine. So, oh. uh, do you want to go first, Eric? Oh no, sorry. I realized I messed up in the thing, so that's why I went. Oh, go oh, ahead, Ruben. Okay. It's weird because Loki, for me, started off so bleh 
And then the final episode is what got me. Like, oh my god, that final episode was absolutely insane. For me, as a person who wants the MCU to go dive deeper into the multiverse and dive deeper into whatever Phase 4 and Phase 5 brings, let's not forget my crazy, you know, Reed Richards theory, but we're not going to go into that now. Um, I loved the ending of this show. The rest of it, eh. It was kind of confusing at some times. There was a lot of stuff that made sense, I guess, if you thought about it really hard. But mm-hmm. that ending just made it all worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Eric? Uh, I thought the pilot for the show is still the best pilot out of all of them. Um, the first episode for Loki was really cool, like very Twilight Zony, like in this weird new place. And like, especially I remember on the internet when they saw that this place is using Infinity Stones, it's just like paperweights. Yep. I was like, holy shit, who the fuck are we dealing with here? Um, just putting Loki in a new scenario was really cool. Um, the second episode was good too. I think with this show, for me, the first two episodes were like great good, and then the third, fourth, and fifth episode is when it kind of declined for me. I was like, oh, this is not so great. And then the sixth episode comes right back, and the sixth episode had probably out of all these shows... It's the best finale of all of them, um, I think. And so right. um, that sixth episode was really good, especially like talking with um, He Who Knows All. I think it was what his name he who that remains. was. He, he who, who remains. remains. There it was. Like I thought that yeah. whole conversation with Sylvie, Loki, and him were, was great, fantastic. Um, it wasn't like this super action-y set piece. It was just like these guys, they're talking. And so I thought that was really good. Yeah, but yeah, Loki, Loki, the first two episodes were good. The last episode was really good. But the rest were like, eh, this is fine. I would even go but, as far as to say... I'm sorry, Christian, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, please go ahead. Okay. I was just going to say, I would even go as far as to say that the episode where they finally meet the... Uh, I was going to say Time Lords, but that's definitely not right. <laughs> The, uh, I forgot what they're called. Timekeepers? Timekeepers, there you go. And they realize that it's all a lie is mm-hmm. probably also a good cliffhanger, you know? Really good. Really good. That's yeah. My issues with Loki stem to two fundament- fundamental issues. One, that the kind of theme of the show is establishing that Loki is uh, not a bad guy. Uh, I mean, kind of is, but kind of isn't. But he's that he's a dynamic character, and that to me has already been proven in the movies. Like I've like I've gotten like I know he is right. Granted, this is 2012 Loki, so it's different. But like we like I already know he has like the capabilities of changing. So so on that front, it's like okay, I, I've seen this done already. This will be a different approach. Like sure, I'm I'm in for the ride, but like I, I've seen it done. Um, the second was I did not care for the ending. John of the Majors, fantastic, inspired. I love that man to death. But like. All of it was in service of what? And for me, like, after the ending, I was like, okay, this is just setting up the next moments in the MCU. Like, it didn't inform anything that I've gotten out of the show in the previous five episodes. I was like, okay, I mean, like, yeah, I'm excited for multiverse stuff in the MCU. But, like, I already was because, like, Doctor Strange was announced. And I, I know Sam Raimi is directing the next Doctor Strange movie. I didn't need a whole show to get me excited for the multiverse because I already was. And so, like, what was the point of six episodes just to get me excited for the multiverse? You know? 
So that that was my last issue, my my only issue with Loki. I guess those those two things. Pacing awesome. was a little weird, but yeah. I don't know. Shout out to Owen Wilson. He was so good in this show. Oh my god! No Inspired wow. acting. No wow. Hey, he was he was really good. And especially I love the fact that he's only seen Iron Man. That's what like everyone's trying to make this seem like. Oh, he hasn't seen much MCU. Like I like the fact he's only seen Iron Man. Like he yeah. he can come into this like kind of fresh and stuff like that. And like especially the scene when he goes through Loki's like life and everything, and Loki sees That's his good. mom dies, like that. That conversation was great. It's like, are you a bad person? He's like, no, I don't want to hurt people. And so, I thought that was really good for Loki to figure out like who he is. Um, and so I thought it was, Richard E. Grant also is guest starring. I'll, oh. I'll watch him in anything. He's so good in everything so he does. Uh, mm -hmm. Gator Loki. Yeah, that's that's all I need. Um, but yeah, and Sylvie's a nice, fresh new face in the MCU. She was fun. I thought um, I'm excited to see where they go with season two, especially like the cliffhanger. Like, I love alternate dimension timeline stories. They're some of my favorites. So at the end when Owen Wilson's like, wow, who are you? I've never seen you before. That's wow. a really good Owen Wilson. Uh, so I... Uh, Is that not him? Yeah. So I, uh, I really, I really liked uh, some stuff with Loki. I, I thought like the three episodes that I really liked were really freaking good. And again, also, I like it when the MCU gets weird. Yeah. Great uh, theme, for Loki. Oh, I yeah. say that too. Very great. The, the theme song, yeah, it was really good. Um, oh, and the and the set design too. Like out, yeah, just overall absolutely. Costume set design was really good. I have yeah. been in that hotel where they filmed it. So yes. Where's the hotel? Wow. It's in Atlanta. Georgia. Do you know any other Atlantas? I mean, I don't know. Do I? I, I don't. I do. Atlantis. <laughs> oh, yeah. No Atlantis. Before I move on, I just want to say, Jonathan Majors is Superman. Make it happen. Interesting. Yes. Very interesting. I do want to ask before we continue: Do we expect to see Loki popping in Multiverse of Madness? Is it just going to be? Wanda and Doctor Strange. I, I totally think he's going to show up in Multiverse of Madness. It's just Sylvie for a well. scene. Yeah, I think just for like a scene or something. Kind of like how Charlie Cox was in Spider-Man for like a little bit. I think that's what's going to happen. Wouldn't uh, it be great uh, if it's just them in the background? Like, they're like they don't even like Doctor Strange didn't even notice them. Exactly. Mm. That'd be cool. That would be sure. cool. Why not? We got our we then we got our first movie of Phase Four, Black Widow, with the U.S. premiere of July 9th. Finally happened. Got to see the good old Marvel Studios intro in theaters again. Personally for me, in IMAX, and I got to see it twice. It was a fun time. In hindsight, was Black Widow like amazing? No, I don't think so. But was it fun to watch? Absolutely. Was it a great ex exploration of femininity and family? Yeah, I think so. Was Florence Pugh fantastic? Oh, yeah. Yes, you, sweet, you bet your sweet ass Florence Pugh. I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you for being in the MCU. Yeah. What Thoughts on, on Black Widow here? Listen, was it a great movie? Sure. Was it a story I kind of needed? Yes, it was. Was I let down by, of course, the villain of the movie? Yes, mm. we all know this. Um. I wanted Black Widow to be better than it was. 
Uh, I'm glad we finally got a Black Widow movie, but I just feel like if this was closer to Civil War, it would have been much better. But we don't always get what we want. So uh, Black Widow, B-. minus. I love the introduction of the grades. Like, how to know <laughs> it works. Eric? All right. Um, so I, I know we all remember uh, probably one of the, the hypest things that Marvel did was like a few months before Black Widow came out, they released that uh, like that teaser for like MCU movies. And oh my god, I don't know if you guys oh, remember that. Like, it starts Stan with the Stanley like, thing. Talking. And then it goes into like all the movies that are coming out. Oh, it just chills every time. I watch it just to feel something sometimes. Just and it goes and like shows some Black Widow, shows some stuff for Shang Chi. That was our first time we saw. I think anything for Eternals. Uh, mm-hmm. And like Christian and I kind of have the same thing here. Like I, I like the TV shows. I think the TV shows are good, but there is nothing like an MCU movie. Like there is nothing like. Getting sitting in the movie theater and just getting ready for a big spectacle. Um, it's just it's unmatched. I'm getting goosebumps right now thinking about it. Um, I think uh, I really like this movie. I think it's really fun. Um, if, looking back at the last year, I think it's the obviously it's the most generic MCU movie we have here. But I think it w- it was a good toe dip back into the movie side of things. It was just a fun like kind of spy movie with some action, some mm-hmm. family drama and stuff. Uh, this movie should have come out a long time ago. I know, especially with yes. like the ending. Um, you know, when you see her with her blonde wig, uh, blonde wig, blonde hair, and she gets into the Quinjet and leaves. I think that would have hit a lot harder, like closer to Infinity War yep. or something like that. Like maybe had this movie, um, in twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen, like right after Infinity War. That way, it hits a little harder. But when it comes out like you know three years after it, it was really. It was really tough because I'm like, oh, I know you're gonna go die. This is <laughs> this is not uh, yeah. not fun. Uh, is fantastic in this movie. Like, she's right up there with Sylvie for me as like best new intro character. I, she's great, especially when she does like the Black Widow pose. Oh God, I can't believe that. Um. No, solid, solid movie back into the MCU movie-wise. So, I give I it think... a seven out of ten. We're just gonna oh each do God. our. This is so inconsistent. <laughs> what am I gonna do? Yes, this is perfect. Three, star- three and a half stars. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is what I rated it on Letterboxd. Yeah, Eric, you hit the nail on the head. For me, like Black Widow's fundamental problem is that it needed to be, it needed to be done way sooner. There are not enough female-led MCU movies. I think there's two. Black Widow and, and Captain Marvel. That's it. Enjoy your 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 female representation of you know those two movies out of the almost thirty movies that we have. So it's, it's a shame, right? Not to say that like you know women aren't depicted well in the MCU because there's obviously some strong examples, but there's more uh, problematic examples than good examples. So yeah, for Black Widow to have have this finally be released after Endgame, after she's already gone, I think is a little bit of a disservice. Uh, my hope is that we just get more uh, great representation moving forward. It seems like it's that, again like that trend is going to be starting up pretty soon with uh, our next movie. We'll get to it in a little bit, but yeah. Otherwise, great ride, three and a half stars. Do you think, Eric? I know you said that you wanted this before Infinity War. Do you think it would have been better after Infinity War? Like I think they should if Anything they were going to release it. Endgame? Like yeah, put it right before Endgame. That way, like 
her we see her in her infinite infinity war outfit like it's gonna probably hit a little bit harder like oh that's how we got here yeah and you know you have that build up whereas we watch the movie now it's like damn it we know what's about to happen to her yeah. um so uh yeah, yeah but this is a this is a solid movie i love all the new ca- rachel weiss Whew. oh mm-hmm. um david harbaugh a good introduction uh cool use of taskmaster like taskmaster is one of my favorite uh marvel villains i thought they handled it well and especially to have it come back to natasha's past i thought was even better um i'm with also, you also that that scene where natasha like breaks her nose on Drakov's table is like holy shit i thought that was a really cool scene yeah great thoughts all around okay wow ruben already ranking it yeah, we'll, we'll save our rankings for the end instead of instead of check-ins. Uh, then we got back to another TV show with uh, What If, the first animated MCU uh, property on November 4th. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you guys. This is at the very bottom. I did not even watch every single episode. I watched three episodes total. I actually just watched the Doctor Strange one like last week. Oh, God. That episode, so good. That episode was really good. I wonder why. Yeah, I, yeah exactly. I wonder why. Yeah. So Ruben, did you watch you all the episodes? I did, unfortunately, and there were a lot of things that did not hit with this show. Uh, I I don't know what I was expecting for an uh, uh, animated TV show. I kind of wanted it to be... Um, what if kind of did this, but I, I kind of wanted it to be in another universe where it wasn't tied into the MCU. But, like, of course, they have to obviously tie it back into the mcu because that's what it's an mcu property why not just bring it back in um yeah i don't i don't don't know what else to say about this was it necessary no (laughs) Uh, not so fast reuben sorry i probably i can probably speak the most on this one before Uh, you do that i'm sorry this is gonna be a d (laughs) minus Okay, you might. All right. Um. So, I remember that at first I didn't like the animation, but as more and more episodes went on, I really liked the animation because I think animation is where you could be your most creative because you're not, you know, sidelined by you know uh, actual stunt people and props and sets and stuff. You can literally Kobe. just create what you you can literally create what you want to create, and I think that's where the strongest parts of animation lie. Um, cause I mean, you know, my favorite movie of all time is an animated movie. So, um, I think there are some really solid stories here. Like I think the Captain Carter, if she was, you know, um, I forget if they called her Captain, I think she was just Captain Carter. Yeah. Captain Carter. I thought that was really neat. Uh, just to see if things were just a little different. Like Peggy, uh, Haley Atwell got to come back. Uh, Sebastian Stan really phoned it in though. That first episode. Holy crap. It's like, what do I do? Okay, all right. Here are my lines. Uh, so I think with this being like the first episode, there were obviously things to nitpick at, but I think the the more it went on, there were cooler stuff. You know, to uh, Chabuk Bozeman coming back as T'Challa for a little bit really, really hit hard. Uh, his Star-Lord episode was great. And then they had some duds. Like, I think the what if the world lost its mightiest heroes where all the Avengers are killed. It was fine. Um... Let's see what else. I think my least favorite one was the what if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? 
uh, because I guess even in a different alternate universe, Killmonger is still going to Killmonger. <laughs> um, let's see. The Doctor Strange one is probably my favorite. It's really good. I highly recommend everyone watching. If you haven't seen the Doctor Strange episode, what if? Please do. It's going to be very important. The zombies um, episode? I thought it was... Eh, I, didn't I thought the zombies episode was cool. It was um, nice, but I just feel like it was kind of... The, the Scarlet Witch zombie, that was I actually genuinely scary. Yeah. Like, I thought that was really terrifying, especially like Vision trying to feed everyone to Wanda. Oh my god. That, that, was, uh, that was pretty scary. Uh, I really liked the Thor only child. Like, the party Thor was fun. Especially they send in Captain Marvel to beat the crap out of them. And, like, I thought that was just a fun episode. Like, there was some fun here. Like, the MCU has fun. But, like, the what if Ultron won one? That one was crazy. Because, you know, we get to the end of Age of Ultron. Like, what if Ultron actually wins? What if he goes into Visions? What if he gets Vision's body? What will he do? And, oh, man, that was crazy. Like, him finding out about the multiverse. Um, I thought that was I thought that was really cool. And then, like, getting everyone together and, like, this Guardians of the Multiverse thing at the end with, you know, Hawkeye, Romanoff. Um, I thought I, that was great. Like, I think there was a lot of miss. There was some misses here, but I think the premise to make some cool stuff is there. And I think they had some really cool stuff in this. Um, I think with the second season, um, I think they can really do some really do some neat things. So... I like I like they took a chance. Some of it didn't work, but I'm happy that they took a chance on it. Couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you, Eric. Moving on, we got Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which had a premiere date in the U.S. of September third. Folks, everyone listening back home, thank you so much, Simu Liu, for being in the MCU. This is like one of the most refreshing MCU entries we've gotten in such a long time. Shang-Chi single-handedly gave me faith that Phase 4 is going to be fantastic on its own. I saw this in the theater. Like, when we're halfway in... Oh, forget it. We were somewhere in... Where were we? Where was that location we went to? Like, that, that underground fighting ring? Like, right outside that, like, building No, it scene? wasn't underground. It where was, was that? It was in... Uh, if well, I remember correctly, it was Japan. Underground, you know. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, I, it was somewhere in, in like, China. No, I thought oh, it was uh, it was in China. I forget what it is. I think it's an actual it's an actual city in China. I think. Yeah. It was either that or Taiwan. It's one of those two. Let's find out. But that scene, halfway through that that, that scene at the end when they're like fighting and like through the scaffold, like when they're the background is like the neon signs and stuff. Yeah. And they're like almost silhouetted. That is when it hit me that like, oh my god. You could hear like a, a pin drop in the theater. Everyone is so into this choreography. Like this fucking movie rocks so hard. I think Macau. there's issues in act. Macau. Macau Thank you so yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Eric. I think there's obviously some some issues in act a little bit. Some people didn't like the more fantastical bits. I loved uh, having uh, uh, Tony Long be in the MCU. Uh, those issues of, of like the paternal paternal themes I thought were like fantastic. Uh, you know the issues of grief there were like amazing. Uh, yeah, this is, this is like a strong A for me. Sorry, a four and a half movie. Eric, Ruben? I'll go first this time. Uh, also, what if seven out of ten as well? Going with that. Um, 
let's see uh shangxi like this was so much fun like i especially like this is the second thing i've seen Simulu in the other one was kim's convenience which you should watch on netflix it's really fun um i thought he brought a lot of just just cool energy he was a cool dude especially like when he puts his jacket on on the bus fight ah oh, it was so neat the bus choreography was really good um especially in just like a tight space uh tony lung probably right up there with thanos for me as best mcu villain like he's his performance is one of the best in the mcu just across the board like his his performance is really great and it's so wild that's his first hollywood movie like he should be given money to do everything um just give him money to keep acting because he's really good uh beautiful film i do have some problems with act three i like the fantastical stuff but pretty much is like every marvel film we gotta go into a big you know giant fighting epic world thing set piece um did not see the uh dweller in the dark coming at the end to be the overall bad person bad guy uh that was interesting um michelle you show yo mm. Mm. hello mm-hmm. hi how are you i hope you're doing well uh but i every there was so much fun stuff here like uh I'll abomination coming back fighting wong and this under i thought it was really i thought it was really cool uh, i can't remember the sister's name but she was probably maybe my favorite part like she was so good uh, just another case of just step like right here on me that's fine whatever uh <laughs> So, uh, Shang-Chi, just a, just a super fun movie. Um, like Christian said earlier, just it was a nice breath of fresh air. And I think that uh, if Phase 4 starts, like, uses that as a base, like, Phase 4 is going to be really, really cool. So I give uh, a, uh, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Ten. <laughs> I love our rankings. It's totally random. So this was probably one of my highlights, one of the few highlights of this year, going Mm -hmm. back to the movies to go see Shang-Chi. And man, oh man, it didn't disappoint. The only thing that did disappoint, uh, fellas, Razor Fist. Everything else was perfection. That scene where they're fighting on the fucking... uh, Oh. Yes. Where they're fighting on the fucking... Um, scaffolding no oh. the scaffolding oh my yeah. god perfection perfection um obviously of course we get a uh somebody we've seen before my favorite character in the mcu comes back in this movie and man oh man he did not disappoint for a second mm-hmm. i thought you were talking about wong but i know who you're actually talking about he did not so. disappoint when he tells us the story about how he watched Planet of the Apes for oh, the first so time. Good. That was so good. <laughs> perfect. Man, what a perfect, perfect story. You know? I'm not Go ahead. I was a hater at first. Like right right before that scene, I was like, Oh, he's gonna stay with us. Like I like I don't need more Ben Kingsley just doing this bit. And then he gets to that scene where he talks about the Planet of the Apes, and I'm like, fuck, this is funny. Sure, come <laughs> along this ride. Uh, we also get Wong back and he's doing some stuff you know he's going off and he's like he doesn't need Doctor Strange anymore he's his own guy and you know what I'm fucking happy about that it, it I, I love Benedict Wong can we get more of him in the MCU solo you know 
Give him his own show. Let's be fair. He's never needed Stephen Strange. No, no, he's never needed Stephen Strange, but usually when we see one, it's usually with I mean, the other. You know? I, I see what you mean. Technically, Wong did die in Doctor Strange. Yes, that... Oh, man. That was so cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know... I was just going to give it a grade. I have to check my notes here. Give me one second. I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Also, I, I think if I had a problem with a movie like Death Dealer, I would have liked to see Death Dealer in the movie more than just two fights. Yes. I think, like, yes. We had the one really cool fight in the abandoned building, but that's about it. Yeah. Um, so, the way he goes out, or yeah, I don't know, I'm, I'm gonna assume it's a he. I think it's, or I think it's a they. I, I, I legit don't know, like if it's a, a man or a woman behind that mask. Mm. But yeah, they, they go out just like, like a that, snap a finger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so stupid. I, I didn't like that at all. Uh, they should have just yeah. taken razor fist. Just take I agree. Razor fist. Um, but uh, I also want to compliment Tony Long, like perfection, at its finest. Like mm-hmm. this was one of the. One of probably my top five MCU <laughs> villains, just because like he played it so fucking well, you know, played yeah. it so fucking well. Someone say top he's ten, better than Green Goblin, ten. right? I, I don't know. I top ten, top ten. He's top. 10. Also, the scene where he brings Young Shang to the restaurant and beats the shit out of everybody. Oh, yes. and we just oh. see it in the reflection of the of the. Oh my god, so good. Really good movie making there. Cool movie. And yeah. this is gonna be, uh, you know. B plus, B plus. <laughs> Come on, at least an A minus. All right, all right, fine. Come on. A minus, ah, A minus, A minus. Ah. We got him, we got him, folks. Moving on for the sake of time, uh, we got our final MCU TV show. Uh, none other, none other than Hawkeye. I have issues with that name. This is a Haley Steinfeld show. All right, everyone. It should be. I mean, she is it's Hawkeye. I mean, it's she called is. Hawkeye. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, uh, Hawkeye, whether you want to define it as Haley Steinfeld's character or Jamie Renner's or both, uh, I think are like, either way, fantastic. The, we already talked about this last week, but the, again, the first three episodes, uh, the first half of the show I thought was like really well done. I loved all the kind of meditations on, um, Clint's character, specifically his, um, his deafness or his hard of hearing and the way that impacts his family life. Uh, I mean... The superhero stuff aside, like the family stuff is what was important uh, for me, like about about Clint's character, like yeah. through and through. This is why that, that this TV show was so fucking great for me. And then it kind of abandons that towards the end, and I have issues with that. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed Hawkeye for the most of it. This finale, I thought was terrible. What a waste of a character you introduced in episode five for what and for what. And I'm not gonna lie to you, having the the people the the LARPers be like, they're not taking us seriously. Let's go inside and change into our LARP gear and come back out for this like fan service moment that I don't think anybody cared about. Not Nobody me. Nobody wanted it. Nobody wanted it. I, I hated it. I hated it. Fun. I know. You're, fun. I'm a I'm a curmudgeon, I guess. Yeah, I remember going into this one. I know we talked about it last week because I didn't get to see this day of, and so everyone was saying, "Oh, this episode, this series finale is so season finale is so bad, so bad, so bad." And I watched them like this wasn't that bad. Like it had nice moments in it. Um, like especially like the Clint and Yelena stuff, like Kate kicking butt. Um, I thought I thought it was a really cool thing. Like obviously, you know, the mom stuff was like thrown away to the side. Uh Echo, uh Maya, uh get some answers and uh, yeah, uh, Kingpin is not dead. 
or else they would have showed his body on screen. Kingpin is coming back. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. The show, uh, an 8 to 5 out of 10. 8.25. What is 8 oh, to 5? Oh, oh, 8.25. 8. 8. Okay. Oh, got it, got it, yeah, got it. It makes more sense. Um, There's some issues that I have with this show. Uh, I don't appreciate the way that they introduced uh, Kingpin. I think it was really weird seeing Kingpin in a Hawaiian shirt. Like, I understand that's a comic reference, but, like, we've always seen him dressed up to the nines, you know? It was weird. It, the whole fighting sequence was weird because I've seen a bunch of people, you know, get the shit kicked out of them uh, while fighting Kingpin and Haley Steinfeld just a few bruises. That's it. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. very interesting. I don't understand how that works. Um, <clears throat> the whole show for me, it was like I said last week, it was a smaller scale MCU title and that's what i liked about it i think the show is more along it's interesting christian that you focus on the the family aspect of uh clint's uh story i guess and yes i would also agree with that but i think the bigger part of this is the dynamic between kate and clint so good so so good. good so good and the fact that she you know idolizes a normal person that's a superhero who doesn't believe he's a superhero he's just a guy doing a job it's just like oh my god where she breaks down as to why she idolizes him so much that's what really gets me um Mm -hmm. i would also say yes the whole uh the ronin stuff was pretty good i like that they they're closing a book on it um i don't like that uh, the whole mother and the whole Kate's side of the family stuff was just unnecessary. Like, I was kind of really hoping that her mom was going to be, like, like I said last week, that she killed her dad, you know? would have been gr- It would have been a nice twist, like, to villainize the mother, you know? It's just to get the ball rolling is to start her superhero career i guess um but that's neither here nor there um this is a mid-level tv show for me so i'm gonna have to give it a c it's a man called hawkeye mid you're so brave because i agree with you agree with you good i was hoping eric would say something i was hoping eric would oh, okay. okay okay yeah we had our discussion on hawkeye last week so moving on for the sake of time Two more movies. Uh, first, none other than Chloe Zhao's directorial debut in the MCU. I don't know why I said directorial debut. She's got like two banging movies before this. Um, we have premiering on November 5th here in the States, The Eternals. Uh, I love The Eternals. Like, I, I legit, like, <laughs> on my way to the gym, what, two weeks ago, uh, recorded the video of me talking about, just thinking about the... Because John, John in the chat, on, on our Penultimate Conquest chat... Like, gave me some, like, really great stuff to think about. And I just, like, went on this, like, just stream of consciousness thought on, like, hmm, what, like, the Eternals means. And, like, why its depiction, I think, is so strong. Because, it, first of all, it doesn't feel like an MCU movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's not many, like, 
it, it's not shot on digital it's shot on film there's a lot of like on-site locations there's not like uh, and they're not like putting jokes uh, in like left and right not that other movies do it but um like it's 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 meant to be more of a serious take right it's meant to be like here let's meditate on these characters kind of like losing each other and trying to, to get each other back and then having like fundamental core like just like the avengers having different uh, like beliefs uh, on like how they should tackle the situation and how you know that plays into the third act a lot of great stuff i'm gonna shut up and let eric and ruben start talking about the Eternals as well ruben you want to go first sure um the eternals is a movie that was definitely a fresh breath of air that the mcu kind of needed it was something that i personally was not expecting uh the outcome of that movie just like the movie in of itself if you had told me this movie was not even related to uh the mcu i would have been like yeah okay i see that but I'm glad that it is because it gives us some good characters. I would say like, there's a lot of things that are, I find that personally wrong with this movie. Like the whole backstabbing of, um, what's this guy's name? Rob Stark. Oh, the one with the big penis. Icarus. Icarus. Yes. Icarus backstabbing everybody. Sure. I guess we kind of needed it. The whole deviant thing. I feel like it fell by the wayside, but it is what it is. The whole Thena thing was kind of weird because, like, they introduce it, and I thought we were going to dive deeper into it, but we don't. Um, but, like, overall, it was a good, fresh breath of... Uh, of A breath of fresh air. That's, that's what I was looking for. Um, into the MCU, and I'm glad it's here. Um, I'm going to give this... I would have to say probably. What did I give Black Widow? I don't even know. You know. I don't think we. I don't think we started Black Widow. No, okay. Black Widow. I think we did Black Widow. I think you gave Black Widow a B. I think you gave it a B minus. A B minus. Yeah, I think you gave it a B minus. I don't know that that let down. I think it was B. I think it was a D. I think it was a no. You you didn't. That was what if you gave what if a D minus. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, it was probably a C plus then. You know what? I'm sorry, Black Widow, but this is probably also B minus. So, there it is. Okay. Um, the issues I have with this movie are not in a characters thing. I think the most I remember when we talked about this. The issues I have with this movie are purely on a technical level. Um, I don't think that the jumping back and forth worked as well as they thought it would. Um, mm -hmm. especially like we talked about, I remember we talked about in the episode, freaking ratio, the aspect ratio in the beginning of the movie, especially in IMAX was really bad. Yeah. It was really bad. And it kind of, it got to corrects it corrects itself towards the end. But for, um, for that beginning of the movie, it took me out of it. Like it was, it was not good. Um, I think that one of the strengths of this movie is uh, ever since this movie has come out, a lot of people have asked me, like, Eric, do I need to watch Eternals for anything else? I'm like, no, you don't really need to. Like, this movie kind of exists in its own thing, which is nice. Um, I think this is probably the best shot MCU movie. Um, I think there's a lot. There are some parts, like, in the jungle stuff, I didn't think would look that great, but when they're on like the beach, when they're in South Dakota, 
um, stuff like that. I thought those looked beautiful, beautiful shots. Um, I thought these characters were really good. Some got obviously more screen time than others, um, but uh, Kumail Nujani, fantastic. I thought he was great. Uh, Gilgamesh and Thena was probably my favorite relationship in the movie. I thought that were really great. Um, also, shout out to DC references in this Marvel movie. I thought that was really fun. Um, what was the other one? Uh, Gilgamesh, uh, I think he said Alfred. Oh, he's Alfred to you? Or something ah, like that. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that uh, there are some moments in here that really shine, like the Fastos when he sees like the atomic bomb wreckage. And he kind of like caused that. I thought that scene was really good. I, I wish they would have gone a little more into it. Um, but I think this movie is a little bit of a mess. But I think it's a beautiful mess, if that makes sense. Like, I think there are a lot of really great moments in here. But there's, it's just, I don't think it's well put together. Um, I, I like, I really like this movie. Because um, I, uh, I remember, obviously, before I go see it, review bomb, review bomb, review bomb, review bomb. Bomb. bad 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 it's not a bad movie at all like this is not this is not the worst mcu movie so when people <laughs> trying to say it's the worst MCU, this is why you don't judge rotten tomatoes because rotten tomatoes i think has mm-hmm. an incredible hulk at like a 67 or something like no no, no. Yeah. Uh, so i think that this uh i want her to get another shot chloe Zhao, to direct a sequel i think she could do some really cool stuff um but yeah this movie for me is a seven and a half um uh, really good. really yeah. cool part of the phase four a lot of good representation too mm-hmm. yeah shout out to for me the the big like i loved the um the relationship of makari and and druig which isn't like really even that forefronted but like it, it's so subtle and the way it's kind of shown like they kind of like closed off from one another and like you can tell they kind of carry each other um like they just have not seen each other in like thousands of years which i thought was like was really cool mm-hmm. forgot about the review bombing you're right yeah, it was a review bombed. And again, I just wanted, it, that just goes back to, I, I think it was because it just doesn't feel like an MCU movie at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's tonally and stylistically just very different. I don't think people were like... They were expecting another MCU. For that, but expecting different, yeah, yeah. 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 Last, of course, probably the biggest movie uh, in terms of box office. Uh, yeah, Eric is already flip, flipping around. Spider-Man No Way Home, US premiere December 17th. Uh, I think, obviously, we all think this movie is like fucking fantastic my only issue with this movie i mean i actually have some other like actual issues my only issue with this movie is i fucking hate that people on twitter have to comment every single casting rumor i hated it i think this movie would have been so much better if we didn't know fucking andrew and toby were in it at all or that charlie cox was maybe going to make an appearance like i think that would have hit so much harder and it still hit freaking hard let's be real that was still like two amazing freaking scenes other than that, Spider-Man rocks. Amazing. Thank you, uh, John Watts, for, for telling for redefining the trilogy of Tom, Tom Holland movies into one big origin story. Fantastic. Let's, I want to hear from the guy who thinks who this is his favorite movie of all time. <sighs> Eric, there comes a time in every person's life where they just see a movie and they are absolutely enamored captivated mm-hmm. and overjoyed by what they see on a the screen you know mm-hmm. I've, I've been through that Ruben I completely understand 
Some might have said Interstellar was mine. Mm-hmm. I would have said Interstellar was mine. Mm-hmm. But after seeing the... After seeing what is probably the greatest piece of cinema that I have ever seen in my entire life. Martin Scorsese has now entered the chat. Spider-Man No Way Home continues to impress me every time. I, I Every time I think about it, you know? And I, yes, I'm still thinking about it after a month and, and a week. Still thinking about it. It's crazy. I'm excited to get my hands on the that steel book so I can turn off the lights in my new apartment and I can shut the windows and I can shut everybody up. I I won't have my parents annoying the shit out of me. And I can sit down and watch this movie and just cry. Because it's so <laughs> fucking good, Eric. It's so fucking yeah. good. So at your new place, Ruben, can you see Manhattan from it? Unfortunately, I can't. Oh, but I say because you don't have to even watch the movie. You can just stick your head out the window and just picture Spider Man. Just no, it, it's there. not the same. It's not the same, Eric. This, oh my God, this movie is is so good. Uh, it, 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 John Watts, like I said, you know, you didn't take my notes into consideration, but that's okay. That's quite all right. I'm I'm okay with this movie. You're the boss. This is why you're the boss because this movie came out perfect, uh, perfectly, perfectly, per- perfectly. Okay, um, man, really, really, really hits hard. What a fun one to watch in theater with other people too. Yeah. Come on. What's that Come score, on. Ruben? A plus plus, baby. A plus plus. It breaks the fucking grading scale. A plus plus. Mm-hmm. That's like a nine out of ten for me. Sorry, I guess four and a half star. I stole Eric's. I stole your Rick. Um so it it's <laughs> I remember going up into this movie um thinking that crying? No, no, I'm not crying. I'm thinking, Ruben. I'm thinking. Okay. Thinking of the words I'm about to use. I heard your voice um, crack. I was just concerned. It's okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> Spider-Man really is just one of those characters. And we've talked about this before. I've talked about it on here. I've talked about it on Large Popcorn. Spider-Man is one of those interesting characters where there's a Spider-Man woman Spider Gwen for everybody. There literally is one for everybody out there, um, and that's what works about Spider Verse. Like when Spider Verse came out, whole bunch of people introduced Spider. Not introduced, but a lot of people like saw themselves in Miles, and I thought that was really great. It's really important. That's why Spider Verse is great. Like people love Gwen. They attach to Gwen. They attach to Miles. They attach to Miguel O'Hara. Which October baby, Miguel, right? See you. Um, but obviously my Spider-Man is Peter Parker. And with these last two movies, like Homecoming and Far From Home, they were nice because they put him back in high school, which is what I was really excited about. Uh, and yeah, like, was he Iron Man Jr.? Probably to an extent. He relied very heavily on Iron Man, but, you know, he had a father figure, uh, in Tony. Um... And then, like Christian says, they take the Homecoming trilogy, and this is a 
about how Peter becomes a Spider-Man. Um, I, I even know in interviews, uh, Tom Holland, I'm, I'm really happy I'm no longer Spider-Boy. <laughs> like, I'm Spider-Man now. Wow. And I think that this movie shows how Peter Parker is probably the greatest fictional, for me, is the greatest fictional character ever made. He, he do, always does the right thing. He always puts all that weight and responsibility on him. It it could be a character flaw. Sometimes it is. But it doesn't matter who you are. Like Spider-Man is going to help you out. And the fact that this movie is not just a great look at this character, it's also just a wonderful look at Spider-Man throughout the last 20 years of film. Mm-hmm. And it's handled wonderfully. The fan service is very well done. It's tasteful. It's not just, hey, look, it's D3PO and R2D2. Hey, we know them. They serve no purpose here other than to look at them. Um, John Watts did a hell of a job. Like it was, it was really interesting to see like a kind of a John Hughes style Spider-Man movie, like a coming of age teenage story, um, and. I know I've talked about this movie a lot, but like it does the character of Peter Parker so well. And this movie gets what Peter Parker is about. And so with that, I give it a beloved 10 out of 10. Wow. Fantastic. That's how you do a trilogy. Star Wars. All right. Get your game up. Step your game up. Be better. Last thing I'll say about Spider-Man is Andrew Garfield stands, rise up. Now is our time. Did you watch it yet, Ruben? No, not yet. Again, I'm still waiting. I have it packed up with all my DVDs, so it's in the it's in DVDs. What is this? Two thousand four. My Blu-rays. My Blu-rays. My Blu-rays. I apologize, bro. I watch I watch the Amazing Spider-Man swinging scenes like once a week. Granted, it's I don't trust much. Thanks to TikTok. TikTok again. But, yeah. His eyes are just so big on the mask. All right, get the fuck over it, Ruben. That's my. That, I'm, that's. I'm, that's I'm, trying. You. I'm trying. Get I'm trying. I'm trying. Listen, <laughs> he 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 proved me wrong in this movie. So you know what? I'm going back, and I'm going to watch these movies with uh, new eyes. Okay, mm-hmm. new eyes. Can't believe it was the same suit. It's crazy. Andrew was like, yeah, the same suit. Mm-mm. No, no. He wore that was a physical suit. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Crazy. And Toby back, baby. Woo! Woo! Oh boy, yeah. Back, All right. Nice. That was a great reference. Okay. Let's start with Ruben. Give it. Give, give me your rate. Uh, your your rankings here for the shows and, and movies. Okay, so I feel like we should do shows first and then movies, like. I okay. do shows, then you do shows, then you do shows. And then... Sure. Okay. So, number five, what if? Just be better, you know? Number four, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Sorry, Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Number three, Hawkeye. What a letdown of a, of a post-credit scene, you know? Number two, Loki. Awesome post credit scene. It was a horrible post-credit scene. Everybody you just hate it. musicals. No, I oh, don't. I I skipped it, Ruben. You skipped it? It, it was really bad. Yeah. It was pointless. I also mm-hmm. skipped it. I saw you what it was going to be. It was really stupid. Uh, number two, Loki. Jonathan Majors fucking coming in swinging. I can't wait. 
I cannot wait. My hope is that, you know, Jonathan Majors is, you know, Kang for the continuation of the character. But we'll see. It could just be a uh, variant. We never know. We never know. My fingers crossed, though. Fingers crossed. I think you confirmed that Kang is a variant. Well, he who remains is a variant, yes. But I'm hoping that he. Or do you think also... Kang's the prime? What? Like who? No. Who do well, you think... I, I don't know. I don't know. What okay. I'm saying is, I think that you know how Sylvie is a variant of Loki. I'm hoping that Jonathan Majors plays Kang the Conqueror. You know, he is. We don't know that. Technically, yeah. everything's a variant. He's, he's playing know. Kang the Conqueror and Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh, thank God! Thank God! Yeah, thank God. Um. Jonathan Majors, perfection, you know? Exposition, exposition, exposition. That's all I could say. WandaVision is number one for me. Perfection at, at its finest, you know? We get theory after theory, week after week. And man, oh man, did it let down? Maybe, but you can't beat theory after theory week after week, you know? And that's my number one pick. Show. <laughs> I'm gonna save Eric for last. Okay. This this man this we gotta save Marvel man for last. Number five for me. What if I didn't finish you? Number four Loki. Sure. Number three Hawkeye. Half of you was really good. Number two Falcon and Winter Soldier. Fantastic. Too bad about that ending though. Wandavision. You had a theme and you saw all the way through, like ninety percent of the way through. Congrats. Uh, hey, it's my turn for shows. Uh, number five, what if? Hey, you tried. Like some of you work. <laughs> some of you really work. Some of you did not work. You'll get it. You'll get it right next time. I, I believe in you. Uh, number four, the Falcon. I thought that was uh, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, you had really good stuff in it, but you really, really swept Bucky to the side, and I just can't stand for that. Number three, Loki. You're weird. You're that weird goth kid in high school sitting at the weird table and everything. Like you, I, I don't. I don't even know. But you know what? You're really cool to hang out with. Um, uh, I can't wait to see what you do next of managing hot topic. I'm really excited for you. Uh, number two, Hawkeye. You, you gave me some Christmas spirit, Mike. You were a nice cup of hot chocolate under a blanket with winter outside. It was nice, refreshing, real family-like. I enjoyed you very much. WandaVision, you... damn, girl. That, that's, that's, that's what I'll say. WandaVision, you're, you're fantastic. And you gave mm -hmm. me a vision fight where they talk about the ship of Theseus paradox. Thank you. That was incredible. Yeah, they also give us that, that great line. Eric. Yes. Yes, they do. They do Wait. give us the great line. It was Ralph Boner. No. What is that? I know what you mean. Grief persevering. What a good line. Perfect. Oh, yeah. That's a good line. Yeah, good line. Oh, we got, oh, we also got Vishon. So, Vishon. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, All right. Let's go back. All right. So, here's the thing about water. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Vishon. <laughs> Movies. Ruben. It's weird because if there was a we fifth have the movie, same <laughs> if there was a fifth movie, 
I'm sure, you know, it would have done better than Black Widow. Black Widow, you let me down with the villain. Taskmaster's right behind you, Ruben. <laughs> oh, scared me. Uh, Taskmaster, be better, you know? Be better. Damn. Eternals, you're, you're also the weird kid that turns into the manager at Hot Topic, but I'm okay with that. You know, maybe you turn Hot Topic into the grown-up version of what it should be. Uh, I'm okay with that, you know? Box Chunky. lunch. Is that what it turns into? Box lunch? Yeah, so box lunch is like, box lunch is like the adult. I think it's the same company. But yeah. box lunch is definitely like a grown-up. I thought box lunch was also owned by GameStop. No, that's, um, I forget who it is. I didn't own by GameStop, I don't think. Okay, my apologies. Um... Okay, cool. Shang-Chi. Go kick some more ass, you know? That's all I can say. Perfect. A great kung fu movie that we desperately needed in the MCU. And of course, mm. the king. Spider-Man No Way Home. What can I say? Perfection. That's, That's all I got. You're welcome. Okay. My list, of course, exactly the same as Ruben's. Black Widow, good. We need more of you in the MCU. Wish we would come a lot sooner. Number three, Eternals. Chloe Zhao, you are based as fuck. Number two, Shang-Chi. Everyone here is based as fuck. Number one, Spider-Man No Way Home. Peter Parker's life is so shitty right now, and I couldn't be happier. What? I'm sorry, what, does the, what the fuck does based as fuck mean? Oh, no. As Ruben. an old man, oh, an no. old man, I have I gonna, no I know. idea what that means. I ain't gonna describe base to you, Ruben. Okay, you can do that on your free time. Uh, I'd rather <laughs> I didn't. That's okay. Eric. Uh, all right, hi, uh, movies. Um, shocking. Number four, uh, Black Widow. Um, I, I needed you earlier. You, you weren't, you weren't there for me when I needed you. Um, but no, I'm I'm glad you exist and Scarlett how Johansson. Could you that? I hope it was real you to get me. millions and millions and millions Damn. of dollars Christian. from Disney. Uh, there were three of the Eternals. You are a piece of art. I don't get sometimes. I, I, I don't get. It's like I go to an art museum. Like that's really pretty, and there's a lot of cool stuff there. But it fills up with some more work. Um, you'll be right where you want to go. Uh, number two, Shang-Chi. Um, I, I don't know why. <laughs> You're really good. You're really, really good. I, and I hope you... Uh, I'm ready for your sequel. I know your sequel is coming. Really excited. Uh, and number one, uh, when will people realize that when everything Spider-Man touches ends in disaster? He's a spider menace. Unhinged menace. But no. Spider-Man. Tom Holland, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Tom Holland. Ruben, before we close out the show, you have one last thing, one last thing to say. Yeah, um, so there's a little meme going around the internet, I'm sure you've seen it, that we didn't get an introduction to the MCU's Uncle Ben. So, mm -hmm. I guess it's time for me to take the mantle. 
as the MCU's Uncle Ben. Is that what this is again? You've done this before. So from here on now, I didn't do it on a show. Remember, we it was the Spider-Man that mishap that we had for the first time around. So uh, from here on out, I'm no longer Ruben. It's just Ben now. Just Ben. That's all I got. I don't know if I want to call you Ben. Tough shit. I, I, I'm, I will I'm, refuse. refuse. I, I'm going to call you Ruben. Tough shit. I won't answer. I, I, cool. Simple as that. It'll be a weird conversation then, but I'm not, I'm not calling you Ben. I mean, Your you can call me name Uncle to Ben. Me, if uh, you want. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to start calling you uh, Curb is better than Seinfeld. No, stop, stop, stop. A it's time for not that show. On a test. <laughs> this is not that kind of show. Oh my god, Scantron's bubbling <laughs> in those. Oh my that's not the memory I needed to have right now, Eric. It is time for plugs. Who are we starting with? Ruben. Ben. Ben, thank you. I appreciate it. Um you could find me on the internet at that guy Tuesday on Twitter and Instagram. Um listen. It's a hectic month. What can I say? I'm, I'm slacking on posting stuff on YouTube. I'm slacking. I said I was going to start putting stuff on TikTok. Like, I'm just one man, okay? I have a full-time job. I have a relationship to maintain. What more do you want from me, people? You're going to school now. Uh, it's not really school, but yeah. I, I'm taking an electrician, uh, electrical training class. What more do you want from me? Okay. Mm-hmm. So bear with me. I promise things will get uploaded. Okay. Thank you. Thank you Eric. for coming to my TED Talk. Hi. Um, so I am Eric Segan on Twitter. Uh, I have put together my top 100 games of all time list. Oh. I got to figure out uh, how I'm going to do this. I think I'm just going to stream. Uh, I talk about it. I've been getting some point is from Emmett Watkins Jr. about how I'm going to do this. Uh, so, yeah, expect that probably within the first half of this year. Um, but, yeah, I'm very excited. Um, what What's up? What's I, up? Ruben? I got to say, uh, the way that you interpreted this to me, I, I assumed that you were going to do 52 weeks out of the year. You were going to do one game versus another each week. And have it battle out this way. You do this like it's the big, It's the end of January, Eric. We need some content. I I'm gonna like. I think I'm just gonna do five episodes of this, where I go each. through twenty games in 20. each episode. Um, so like gotta figure out how I'm gonna do this. Uh, I feel like you should do it six episodes and then just save the last your number one game. As just one episode, it could just oh, be I could 15 talk. minutes. I could talk. Yeah, I, I can do that. That's yeah. fine. That okay. works. All right, uh, cool. We'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah, I'm doing that. Um, and we talk about the direction we're going to take this show after Christian's done. Uh, after, after Christian's last time, but... done. Okay. After Maybe... he does his plugs. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Christian, okay. we're going to follow him. Can follow me at ISO Christian over on Twitter. Um, I don't really post on. Oh, yeah, I do, but I'm mostly retweeting stuff from my movie podcast. I do every week, or every other week. Large popcorn. Also do a weekly gaming podcast over at Podcast PXN. 
And finally, I have completed this month's video essay. It is finally done. Yes. Um, I have to do one last thing to it before I render it out tonight. Uh, and then I will uh, hand it over to Ruben to upload to YouTube. So Ruben, I'll be uploading that to the Google Drive tonight with oh, uh, all uh, the assets you're, there. You're going to have to give me a couple. Uh, don't upload it to it. I have to delete some stuff off the Google Drive. No, no. It's, it, well, when I upload it to, it's to Drive, it's on my end. You just, yeah. So oh, okay, okay. Cool. Drive. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It, take, it puts it on my storage, and then you can look at it and then download to your PC. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Don't worry about that. So yeah, look cool. forward to that. I don't know later this week, Thursday, Friday. We'll see. That's it, Eric. Mm. Since we're gonna be out for a week and a half, I guess. What What are you gonna be up to? I will be out for. What do you mean out for a week and a half? Well, next week, me and Christian are gonna be here because. Oh, that's here. right. That's right. Um, so we are going to take the show in a little new direction. Not crazy. Not crazy or anything. Um, but, you know, we're getting to that point now where our next MCU stuff isn't until March 30th. And I know we still have our MCU in review, rewind and everything. So we got to start back up that with Guardians. But so we don't, you know, really burn ourselves out here by doing all this stuff. We are going to start having like little one-on-one -on -one chats with a bunch of guests and talking about anything. I know I have reached out to my brother, and my brother would like to be on an episode to talk about his love of Doctor Strange, uh, his excitement for uh, Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness, uh, stuff like that. Like, If you want to talk about anything, like since we're getting multiverse stuff, if you want to talk about your love of the Ghost Rider movies, you know what? That's cool. Um, you're shaking yeah. your head no, but you're saying that's cool. I appreciate that. Um, Reach out to us here. Uh, you know, our uh, Twitter, Ultimate Conquest. Uh, reach out to any, my personal Twitter, Eric Seguin, uh, Ruben, Christian. Uh, if you want to be, oh, my Infinity Gauntlet just fell. Oh, my God. All that power. We're good. We're good. We're good. Um, so, yeah. If you'd like to be on the show, talk about Marvel stuff, uh, reach out to us. Uh, look for guests. Uh, probably do these, like, every other week. And then in between, we'll go back and re-review some old movies and stuff. But, uh, yeah, that's what we want to do. So reach out to us. We want to be on the show. Do you have a show for next week? I am figuring that out now. Okay, cool. Interesting. So, be on the lookout. I may just have a one-man show. Or I do it. Yeah. So we'll see how like it goes. Okay, cool. Christian? You want to close out the show? Oh, I thought I saw. I thought you were closing. Out. <laughs> I was I'm going sorry, to, and then I was like, "This is not my place." No, please go ahead. Go ahead, Eric. Actually, I'm sorry. I took your spot last time. Do you want to close out the show? Oh, hi. We'll see you next week, and remember, Excelsior. Yeah.